It's the rant. My name is Jeff Ratcliffe, and it is Wednesday, December 15th. It's on, baby. Playoffs are here. Playoffs are here. It is time, and just a friendly reminder, don't get cute, man. Don't get cute. Don't try and outthink this thing. Make the smartest possible decisions, and in most instances, that is simply just starting the guys who are ranked highest. It's what we've done all season long to get ourselves here, and it's what we're going to do to get ourselves a dub this week. Hey, if you're on by this week, too, by the way, and you're still listening, shout out to you. But uh, either way, let's dive into it here. Of course, you can get my rankings updated throughout the course of the week over at FTNFantasy.com. Uh, but we will start at quarterback like we always do. And it, it, really, the main theme of this season hasn't changed. If you had one of the better options, you're likely just sticking with one of the better options, right? If you have Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, I think you're good. Now, Russ, Russell Wilson has fallen off of this list, and that's fair. You know, last week he looked a little bit better. This week facing the Rams, though, in L.A., it's a tough task right there for Russell Wilson, not an optimal matchup uh, by any stretch. But if you have any of those top nine, I think you're good. Don't overthink this thing. Don't think yourself into a corner. At 10, I have Taysom Hill. Now, I don't love this matchup for Taysom Hill against Tampa Bay. Of course, they do defend opposing running backs very well, I I will say running backs here because obviously that's what Taysom Hill kind of turns into, Uh, but at the same time, his reasonably high floor and I guess you could say high ceiling combination are very intriguing here. Then Tua Tungavailoa, it's a matchup against the Jets. I don't really need to say much more. Oh, I forgot about Lamar. Um, Lamar is not included in the list because we we are not sure about Lamar's status. Uh, I should go back to that. He could very well play. If he does play, I will rank him as top twelve. But I think you know I would be leaning. I would be leaning Taysom Hill, possibly even Tua over him. Unfortunately, uh, because I don't know how effective he can be with an injured ankle. That's the big question right there. Uh, so uh, streamers this week: Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins, right on the edge. As I mentioned, Russ is on the outside looking in. I have him at 15. I don't think we can completely discount him, uh, but at the same time, if I if I could get away with not using him this week in one quarterback leagues, I would. Obviously, two quarterback two, two quarterback leagues you are. Sure, fine, but one quarterback, I, I'd avoid it. Uh, Jimmy G at 16, Justin Fields at 17, Tannehill at 18, then it's kind of ugly from there. Big Ben, Derek Carr, I I don't want to be using any of these guys. Carson Wentz, Heineke if he plays, which he, we'll see, we'll see practice reports today. Cam, all that, I don't want any of that. So there you go. Uh, Moving over to running back at the top, it is Jonathan Taylor because, well, he's awesome and uh, he's in a great spot in this one. Now, granted, yes, his opponent is uh, well-known for taking away uh, the opposing team's top weapon, which he would be, uh, but I just, I, it's it's a matter of, this is a, this is a prize fight, and it may not look great early, but he's just going to keep punching and punching and punching. The dude never gets tired, and eventually, even if he's, uh, even if he's bottled up in the first half, 
Taylor just surges. So, you know, not overthinking that one. Uh, Nick Chubb at two. Does not look like Kareem Hunt will be playing this week, so that puts Chubb right back up into elite territory. Speaking of elite, Dalvin Cook at three. I mean, we're really splitting hairs at the top here, by the way. Uh, So if you hit me up like, how could you have him at three? Bro, he's at three. (laughs) He's not at 30, okay? So you're going to be using him no matter what. Alvin Kamara at four. Austin Eckler banged up, so we got to keep an eye on his status here for Thursday night at five. But it does look like he's going to play as of right now, given the practice report from yesterday that he was limited. Najee Harris at six. Leonard Fournette at seven. Tough matchup for Leonard Fournette. That New Orleans defense is no joke. Joe Mixon at 8, Cordero Patterson 9, James Conner at 10. Now, this is a placeholder for a couple reasons. Uh, first and foremost, uh, he is banged up. He's undergoing an MRI. It may have even happened yesterday. I don't have any news on it right now, but we'll keep an eye on it. If it's nothing, well, we're all good because the matchup is great against Detroit. But the other factor here, and this was what really clouded my ranking, I assumed that Chase Edmonds was going to get back on the field last week because that's what his head coach had told us the previous week, and it didn't happen. So that's um, definitely something we want to keep an eye on. Elijah Mitchell at 11. I do think he comes back this week to play, but of course we can never, as Chase Edmonds showed us, never take those things for granted. David Montgomery at uh, 12. Don't mind the matchup for him against Minnesota whatsoever. Josh Jacobs at 13. He's facing Cleveland, but he'll be busy in both phases, both in the run and passing games. Uh, Aaron Jones at 14. Now, a little bit concerned that the usage tailed off last week. We saw more touches for A.J. Dillon, but Aaron Jones finding the end zone because that's what this dude does. He has a nose for the end zone, so he continues to be at least a front-end RB2. That is a tough matchup, let's be clear about it, against Baltimore. Uh, Zeke at 15. I don't love it either, but he's going to touch the ball a bunch, and we don't know if Pollard will be back this week. Clyde Edwards-Alaire at 16. Remember, Zeke had six targets last week. Only caught one. That's an anomaly. Clyde Edwards-Alaire at 16. Saquon at 17 coming off a strong outing. Facing Dallas, though. Uh, not not great. Not, not terrible for him. Javante Williams at 18. Antonio Gibson, 19. Melvin Gordon at 20. So both Denver backs are top 20 options this week. Uh, and I'm just going to keep using them. It's not a bad situation for either player. They've both been very good this season, especially for fantasy purposes. All right, let me do a quick break. And when we come back, a tough player to rank for me at running back here this week in week 15. Sony Michelle. <laughs> uh, well, maybe he was, uh, he was the reason why he didn't get through last week or the reason why it was close last week. But here's the deal. I ranked him as a top 10 option because I was very bullish on the volume that I thought he was going to see. I was right on the volume, but he did not score a touchdown. He Derek Dilemma'd us. If you don't know what the Derek Dilemma is, it is when a player touches the ball a whole bunch on the ground, does a decent enough job. I mean, he averaged four yards per carry, just under four yards per carry, so it is what it is. Uh, But does not score a touchdown and does not have any involvement in the passing game, therefore is not a good fantasy option. That was Sony Michelle last week. So I ranked him at 21 this week. We'll see if Daryl Henderson comes off of COVID and then also can play. I mean, there's a lot of moving pieces there. Uh, COVID ravaging the league right now. James Robinson at 22, sinking, sinking, sinking. Devonta Freeman at 23. Miles Gaskin at 24, but... We have to see if he is actually 
uh, able to get back on the field. Uh, there, there's a lot of moving pieces, obviously, in the Miami backfield. Uh, so that is a very tentative hold right there. Michael Carter at 25. He is not activated off of injured reserve just yet, so be careful there. Rashad Penny at 26. It is a tough matchup, but I do like you know, what his role is going to look like down the stretch. So he's at least flex-worthy. Uh, here's some other flex options for you. Miles uh, Sanders, who is the lead in that backfield, but they're, they're going to spread the ball around. Deontay Foreman, the red zone presence at 28. A.J. Dillon, 29. David Johnson at 30. Damian Harris at 31. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson at 32. Chase Edmonds tentatively here in, uh, in, in the top 36 at 33. I'd be reluctant, though, to use him uh, with much confidence. But then again, it is first round of the playoffs, and beggars can't be choosers. Chuba Hubbard, uh, as we expected last week, only involved in in early downs. Uh, rounding it out here, Daryl Williams, Devin Singletary, maybe even J.D. McKissick could be flexed out. Uh, heading over to wide receiver at the top, it's Cooper Cup. It's a magical season, and it just continues. Devontae Adams at two, Justin Jefferson at three. I know it's frustrating with Tyreek Hill. I need him in a big spot this week for sure, and I'm going back to the well here as an elite play. I'm not going away from this well. The well has not dried up with Tyreek Hill. It's not necessarily the best matchup, sure, but Patrick Mahomes in a big spot here on Thursday night. There's going to be a fun Thursday night game, that's for sure. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Chris Godwin, and by the way, we don't know if Antonio Brown will be back with this team whatsoever, so I had said a few weeks back that we could drop him. Yeah, that advice sticks. Uh, after that, Debo Samuel, not the best week for Debo last week for fantasy purposes, but he did find the end zone as a runner. Stephon Diggs, we want to see more involvement in the passing game, but it's just been all George Kittle. Stephon Diggs at 8, Jamar Chase after last week's big performance at 9, CeeDee Lamb at 10. I know he's a little frustrating too, but remember, with some of these guys like Lamb, Hill, etc., they have some of the highest ceilings of any player out there, so that's why you just keep using them and not try and overthink this thing. DK Metcalf also falls in that, but he's a little bit further down in ranks. We'll talk about him in a second. Mike Evans at 11. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro at 12. Moving all the way up to wide receiver one territory because all this volume. Keenan Allen at 13. Tyler Lockett at 14. And I am ranking Lockett ahead of Metcalf for now. Based on the last month, I'd be foolish not to. DeAndre Hopkins at 15, Jalen Waddle, thank you, you're back at 16, T. Higgins at 17, Amari Cooper at 18, finally DK Metcalf at 19. I've had a lot of people saying, should I bench him? That is not the approach that I like to take in fantasy football. I don't want to say, oh, I got to bench this guy. It's not real football. In real football, that can have an impact. You put a guy on the bench, maybe that motivates him. You put a guy on the bench, it gives another guy an opportunity to step up, whatever. This is not real football. This is fantasy football. You bench DK Metcalf, he doesn't give a flying you-know-what if you bench him. He doesn't care. It's not a motivating factor. You're literally only doing it to spite him, and that doesn't do you any good. The only reason to have a player on a bench is if you have other players who are more deserving of starting than said player. So if you have one of those guys in the top 18, you're trying to make that decision and say it is Jalen Waddell or DK Metcalf, all right, cool, yeah, I agree, it's Jalen Waddell. 
But if you're saying it's Brandon Ayuk or DK Metcalf, well, now you're you're starting to overthink this darn thing. And I often say at this time of year, you do not want to make these decisions that are going to linger in the offseason. Here's what I mean. Let's say you make a cute decision this week. Brandon Ayuk over DK Metcalf. Or even worse, something, I don't know, uh, let's go even lower. <laughs> Mon Ross St. Brown, there you go. <laughs> or uh, Gabriel Davis. I'm ranked at 45 right now. Gabriel Davis over DK Metcalf. If that works out, cool, you're a freaking genius and you're going to feel phenomenal and all that. But the reality is, most instances, it doesn't work out. So if it doesn't work out, and let's say Gabriel Davis goes like 2 for 28 in your starting lineup, and DK Metcalf goes 5 for 104 and 2 scores or something like that, I don't know. Massive week, right? Not humongous, not historic, but really massive week. And that's sitting on your bench. How's that going to feel in the offseason? I don't think it's going to feel very good at all. I think that's going to be, well, very frustrating to think about. So if you go the other way around, let's say you put DK in your starting lineup and Gabriel Davis goes off on your bench. You didn't necessarily bench Gabriel Davis, right? You're just starting the guy who's the better bet. Even if he outscores him, it's easier to live with that, knowing you went into battle with your troops, your top dogs, as opposed to uh, a guy you picked up this week off waivers and had had a decent week last week, but has been very much up and down this season. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I'd feel a lot better if I just go into battle with DK. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least I go into battle with my soldiers. That's what I'm thinking. So anyway, um, back to rankings here. Uh, Mike Williams at 20. Should be good to play here. DJ Moore at 21. I, I don't love it. I don't hate it right now with DJ Moore. He still has a high ceiling. Brandon Cooks at 22. Van Jefferson all the way up at 23 because Odell Beckham Jr. is on the COVID reserve list right now. Uh, so Van Jefferson gets a nice boost. Terry McLaurin at 24. It's it's volatile with him, but he still has a high enough ceiling to be a back-end wide receiver too. Marquise Brown, same thing, but uh, 25, so he's right there. Chase Claypool at 26. Uh, I'll save all the other talk about Claypool for another time. Uh, Darnell Mooney at 27. Ayuk, as I mentioned, 28. Michael Pittman, 29. Devontae Parker all the way up at 30 in that favorable matchup against the Jets. Russell Gage at 31. Interesting. Last week, Stephon Gilmore shadowed Russell Gage. Remember Stephon Gilmore? He did a pretty good job against him, too. Uh, Devon Smith back from bye at 32. Michael Gallup at 33. Jerry Judy, ugh. Not the season we were hoping for. 34, Monroe St. Brown all the way up to 35. Julio Jones at 36. All right, here's flexible options. Look how ugly this gets and and how quickly it happens. Donovan Peoples-Jones, K.J. Osborne, Cole Beasley, Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, A.J. Green, Kendrick Bourne, Tyler Boyd, Gabriel Davis, Jacoby Myers, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Jamison Crowder, Cortland Sutton, Josh Reynolds. That's your top 50 right there, and that is ugly. All right, over to tight end. Hey, given how things have unfolded in the last couple weeks here, Travis Kelsey is not at one. It's George Kittle. I have George Kittle at one, Travis Kelsey at two, Gronk at three, and Andrews at four. I think if you have those guys, you are especially good this week. Like, everything is all good in the hood. And you're set and forget. Now, if you don't, Dawson Knox slides in at five. Dallas Goddard back from by at six. Zach Ertz at seven. If he can get you four or five catches, even if he doesn't find the end zone, still a pretty solid outing. 
Gasecki at eight, TJ Hawkinson at nine, Fryermuth at ten. Kyle Pitts at 11. I'm going to throw him in there too. If I have one of those guys, I feel good enough. And Kyle Pitts just doesn't score touchdowns because Atlanta never scores freaking touchdowns. But he's fine. After that, it gets ugly. Dalton Schultz, Noah Fant, Tyler Higby, Tyler, and he's off of the uh, COVID list. Tyler Conklin, Hunter Henry, Jared Cook, David Njoku, who should be off of COVID this week. And uh, Austin Hooper is on it. So, yeah, Gerald Everett, Ricky Seals-Jones, C.J. Uzama, Cole Komet, Evan Ingram, Jack Doyle. No Darren Waller as of right now, but Foster Moreau is also banged up there, so we'll see what they end up doing. It's ugly at tight end. All right, if you want the updated rankings throughout the course of the week, head on over to ftnfantasy.com. Use the promo code RATPACK to get in over there. And, of course, you can follow along with me on Twitter, at Jeff Radcliffe. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk some wide receiver cornerback matchups, and we're kicking off the first round of the playoffs, baby. All right, I'll catch you on the flip side. I'm Jeff Radcliffe, and I'm out.